My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for The Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well-being and performance. Once again, this is The Inbound Secret, and, and let's get rocking and rolling. This is The Inbound What's up, y'all? Bryce here with The Inbound Secret, and I've got my good friend Tracy Cousineau here, and we're just going to be doing a series of short, quick, informational value videos for you guys here during this COVID craziness. So I'm going to let Tracy go ahead and introduce herself and tell her about what you do. Yeah. Hi, everyone. So I am in Atlanta, Georgia, and I um, own a few different um, businesses, co-business, um, co-partners in businesses. Our main um, business is real estate. And within the real estate um, firm that we have, we also have a call center. So um, just trying to maneuver new ways and go through this process in Corona land like everyone else. And, and um, we also own a clothing store. So that's been, um, we've had to shut down our brick and mortar now and learn to do um, online a lot um, better than we were doing before. Mm. So that's been a new thing to teach my daughter on making sure how many posts she's doing, the times that she's posting, where to boost them at, where not to boost them at. And just kind of engagement is huge. And then really staying on top of inviting everybody that goes and likes the photos and the boost post back to the page so that they'll continue to see stuff. So it's just been kind of, we've only gone through that day-to-day -day process. And we, when we clock in, clock out, especially at the boutique, we're done for the day. And it's helping her manage her time in, in that industry of, no, you're actually working. <clears throat> when your eyes open up until the time your eyes go down, because online is going to be how you're going to be able to make your brick and mortar payments and all that kind of stuff. And then just going in there, we're close for 30 days. So just going in there in that industry and taking out all um, fall and winter stuff and totally just clearancing it down so that really you can just focus on your orders better be now for the summer. We just, we skip spring. So inventory in the store needs to go directly to summer and merchandise so that when we open the doors back up, we're opening for summer. So that was huge. Um, in the real estate business, we're trying to do business as, as usual, and so far we've done a great job at that. But now we're starting to um, have lending issues, so the lending issues are going to cause our our business to struggle more than it probably should. Um, because again, we've been doing business as usual. We've just find other ways to do it. So we've gone virtually, so trying to do appointments virtually, staging virtually, and showing property virtually with open houses and tours and that kind of stuff. Um, making it really easy for the consumer. Um, so that's been really, really um, not so much of a challenge, just thinking outside the box on, on what, um, you know, your mindset always stays with. And mm -hmm. I kind of um, have enjoyed being able to think outside the box even more than we already do so that we know that we're going to climb through this, through this part and come out at the end a lot stronger than we went in it because we were able to, to look at different directions and find out where we needed to make changes at. And this forces us to do it instead of saying, Oh, I don't have time to worry about that it's fine the way it is. And now we're able to like really look at everything and step back and go, there, are, there is a better way. When we thought we found a better way, there's actually a better, better way. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's, you know, really <clears throat> helped us. And then just family alone. I think that, you know, 
the first week, if I really journaled the first week of the girls being home and me being the, the para pro now, um, it was a lot of bickering and a lot of stress. And like, even me, I was like, Oh my gosh, I cannot do this kind of stress. And then that was like Monday. And then by Friday it was like, Oh, this is actually, we're on a rhythm here. We've got peace in here. And now the kids are cooking together they're building forts together, doing puzzles together. They're doing things before that they never had time to do because they were going in so many directions with extra, you know, activities with friends and, and, you know, other stuff, or they just were too lazy. They didn't do it. Now they were kind of forced to spend more time together and they're actually getting a lot, you know, along a lot better and have, you know, their, their age gap is so different. And so they're eight years apart, but to see them come together as, as siblings, it's, it's been fun to watch. Awesome. Awesome. You've got a lot more going on than like you'd give out to the public to know right away. So thank you for sharing that. I didn't even know you owned a clothing store and we've known each other for a while now. So yep. uh, do, do you mind me asking a little bit about it? Like what, tell me, tell me about the clothing store and kind of its own challenges outside of just the brick and mortar closing down. Are you... Yeah. Like, how has been the evolution of going from normal business? Because there's going to be people on here that own brick and mortars that can't get to the office or get to their store. Like, what was? What are some tips or strategies you've used and your daughters used to take what was normal and then flip it over so that it's working during this time specifically? So usually we, you know, we focused on at least posting three times a day just to let people know you're there, what sales we're running, and that kind of stuff. Um, the biggest thing that we did was we moved owning a brick and mortar. We moved everything out of the window and tried to move it back. So we don't know where we're going with this. And if, if we've, we've have any type of crime or theft, you know, we didn't want to give them a reason to break into our store. So all the, you know, jewelry and all that kind of stuff, um, it got all moved out of, you know, the front and the you know main stuff so that when you look in there, you can't really see the value of what's in there. Um, so that was huge, you know, moving out so you couldn't see like iPads and cash registers and all that kind of stuff from there. Um, that was just, you know, thinking outside the box of, okay, if they break this window, what are they going to grab and move and leave? And so you have to think that way, unfortunately. Um, so that was huge, but spending the time to say, okay, we're at least going to post five to six times a day between Instagram and Facebook. And, um, we send, we want to send different messages to both. In case the consumer that we have is seeing both, now it, it allows us to show them five to 10 things versus if we show them on two different platforms. If we get more engagement on a product that we put on Instagram, then we would move that product to Facebook, vice versa. So we're just kind of testing the difference on the clothing and that kind of stuff. And we run it across every state. Um, we try and hit about five to seven um, thousand people per per boost just to kind of see um, <clears throat> what we're doing and really dialing in on, on, on that process and what we're saying. So of course we have free shipping. Um, we're running discounts. We've got codes, you know, all sorts of things. We brought in some, some younger children that have some influence in the high school and, and college and given them codes to use as well. Shoppers that we know have been to the store a lot. Hey, listen, if you have an outfit on that came from Southern Lace, could you tag us in and we'll give you a shopping code, not only for your friends, but we'll give you an additional discount. So awesome. that's, that's been really good. Um, and they're really excited about it. They don't have anything to do right now. They're bored. So if it, 
if it gives them the chance to go dress up and put some makeup on and fix their hair for something like that, to socially connect and engage with other people, that's been really huge because they're just as bored. Yeah. Um, and then just really um, giving us a chance to, to dial back on um, brick and mortar, is it really necessary? Um, mm -hmm. And so this will really tell if we can sell more <laughs> online the way we do in daily in the store, does it allow us to see that we can just have, a, a, we don't need the brick and mortar, you know, mm -hmm. so this will be, this will be a, a test, you know, a test time as well for that. Uh, forcefully, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. You know, and then really just, you know, for, for my daughter, I mean, it's, um, she, she, she grew up really quick trying to understand stuff, you know, and what I realized in, in funding this and doing this, this with her is that they don't really educate high schoolers on economics and writing mm -hmm. checks. And, you know, the time that she went through high school, you didn't do, um, Oh, signing your signature, um, cursive, you know, cursive like writing. They, yeah, they like took it out of school for a long time. It's, they, they brought it back. it's like, how do you sign stuff if you don't know how to sign cursive? And mm -hmm. so I remember like having to teach her checkbooks and bank statements and all of that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So now we got to go through the whole process of how do you apply for a small business loan when the, mm -hmm. when you, when you go through processes like that, you know, what mm -hmm. do you need? This is what they need. And this is all new stuff. Like this is foreign to, you know, 24, 25 year olds that have never been through this. So this has all been a whole learning experience in that way to economically help her. Awesome. So as far as we've talked about your brick and mortar, your clothing line, now real estate, there's a ton of real estate agents out there. And there's, it's always like there's three different levels. There's people that are at your level or higher. There's people that just started and then there's people that are somewhere in the middle there that are usually struggling to figure out how to make adaptions work. Yeah. Being that you're like a real estate rock star, tell us about like what would be the top three things that you would tell any real estate agent to make it through this and even possibly make it through this better than they would have done if they didn't have to go around with COVID. Yes. So I lived through the recession. I was, I've been an agent for 21 years, so I already had the pain of going through the recession for, for many years and coming out of the recession and developing the companies that we've developed, we've always had in our goal plan, would this survive a recession? What would we do if a recession hit again? Are we prepared and what would we do? So we had half of it in place, which was, mm -hmm. which was easy to go, okay, emergency mode, you know, or this mode, or this needs to go, this needs to go, this needs to go. Research is huge. And so what I, what I've realized, we've been doing some zoom calls and we've been talking to other agents in around the country and you have agents that have like, Oh my gosh, the world is ending in freaking out mode. And I remember mm -hmm. being during the recession and that was like, that kept me in my low for like three or four years. And a lot of really bad things in my life happened during those times because I was so involved with all of the drama from it versus looking at the positivity of it and thinking, okay, well, there is a different way to do this. Or um, if I did it this way, or if I offered this, we have to remember that community is king. And I always say community over commission. And if you can, if I went in 
to the recession as real estate being my niche, I came out realizing that real estate is my passion. And so if you passionately work on something and you passionately grow your business with really wholeheartedly your passion, you will survive anything. Um, and so if you're doing, and this is a time that, oh, do I really like that people can think, do I really like my job or am I just doing this? Is this something mm -hmm. that I'm just in and out of, or ugh, do I really want to continue to do this? And this is a time to decide that you've got, a, you've got some quality time right now, but if you need to take other courses or you need to learn something else, now's the time, especially if you got laid off, don't go back to doing something that you thought was just a job. Do something that you're passionately involved in. And that's what I learned during that recession is, you know what? I rock bottom had a little over a hundred dollars, single mom of three kids. And I still continued in real estate because what I realized it was re, real estate was my vehicle, but helping people was my passion. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that I've made decisions along the way that, that would help if we got to something like this and at least what we could do differently. And so that's where we're implementing, but really, you know, anybody listening, if you haven't deferred payments on stuff, if you haven't deferred, deferred your cars or any credit cards or any banking that you're doing or accounts, um, you know, depending on what they are, make those phone calls because people are so willing right now to work as a community and work as a country to get everybody through this so that we all come back out stronger from it instead of just like getting so deep depressed or stressed from it and, and just shutting down and, and building a wall. You really have to make those contacts and those calls and realize that it's not that you didn't cause this. Your pride didn't cause this. And you just have to have the right conversations with the right people. And I think like, I mean, we did our cars, credit cards. Well, I paid off our credit cards. So we had no debt. So I didn't have to worry about only any credit mm -hmm. cards. But if we needed those, we had them. Um, but deferring, you know, house payment. I haven't done that yet. I need to um, because we're just not there yet. So yeah. which is, which is a thing to know. Um, but our cars, you know, deferring out what we could on those and you know no late payments no penalties no nothing hits your credit mm -hmm. and then looking at okay well i had this multitude of money by saving by not having to make those monthly payments for the next 90 to 120 days what can i take that money and use it towards and being able to stay alive where you where you really need to stay alive at but it's understanding and especially in this business is really staying in contact with your title company <laughs> With your closing attorney and with your lenders to know and find the inside scoop on everything that's going on. And that's what I've, that's what we've done is we have, we're having daily conversations with people that we're closely connected with. What did you hear? What do you know? What research did you have? Can you send me that link to this article? Can you do this? Can you do that? So that we're at the front of it and that we can prepare. So when we knew that non-conforming was going away for, we were prepared to so can we move them to a conforming loan? If we can't, can we go find them out? Can, can we call the seller to see if the buyer can lease us just to get through this? You know, where, where are we at with this? And, and just thinking of other directions to go so that everybody still gets to their goal. Awesome. Awesome. Now, as far as kind of resources or areas of research or information or material, is there anywhere online, maybe a public library that has articles online? Is there some place that you would recommend people go to find information of resources by the state or resources by the feds or resources to help yeah, so in their company? 
Yeah. So with, um, with real estate, I would, I would definitely, you know, stay in connection with Inman. Inman's really a really good source to use. Um, there's Bloomberg. Um, you know, Bloomberg is when I, where I read an article about Quicken needing um, to get a loan. And if they can get a loan, we don't know how much longer Quicken is going to be, you know, able to provide loans. And so it keeps you, um, there was another, another resource. Um, let me see if I can find this really quick while I'm, while I'm still talking. Um, there's a mortgage, there's a mortgage one that's really good. Um, that, I, that you can register on for free and it's um it's been really helpful just to realize what's going around and 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 in the market in different states and what's going on with like Fannie Mae and, and stuff so we want to keep up with those government loans that are coming through right now most definitely right now conventional conforming loans I think we really probably shouldn't have a problem with Mm -hmm. um, with people with good credit scores, I think that it's the lower end, like the FHA loans and the hundred percent guarantees like VA that we need to be most concerned about and making sure that we're watching the direction of those. Um, let me find this really quick. Um, And if you hear something crazy, my dogs are playing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I saw a little I saw a little floofer on one of the chairs back there in the background yeah. earlier. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's mbshighway.com. And like right now it says mortgage crisis and fed unintended consequences. So I think they're gonna just always be keeping up with a lot of stuff going in through through mortgages and the Fed and stuff like that. So um, the Inman's really good for, but NAR, you know, your National Association of Realtors, they keep up with a lot of good stuff um, that they're working on as well. So Inman, NAR, um, Bloomberg, and then this NSB Highway is really good. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up here, we've got a few more seconds. Is there anything that you want to leave everybody with? Something that we haven't covered on the two companies, maybe somebody to call, a website to go to, social media things to do, anything you'd like to leave them with? Yeah. So we are doing a um, two to three times a week. We're doing a um, entrepreneur, small business entrepreneur um, business online um, we're bringing a lot of top people across the country and different resources to help all small businesses with tips and tools to use during this so any industry um, and if you go to my Facebook page you'll see the invitation so that you can start so they can register we'll have it we're gonna start a, a Facebook page just for it so that I can just go there instead of having to go to our personal pages but we've got some really good speakers coming up this week. Um, Roland Frazier is going to speak. And so is Michael Biernoff. And that really, Michael, is really good about your mindset, um, influence, um, persuasion, that kind of stuff. And Roland Frazier is just amazing. And he's um, just so top game that, that we'll be able mm -hmm. to help you with so many different awesome. things. So, yeah. So please go over there and you know join us for those free events. And then where can people contact you if they have questions out uh, above and beyond the event where they can go to your Facebook page to find that, to sign up, to watch you and Roland and Michael and everybody else. If they wanted to know more about you, get in contact with you, if they need help with real estate, or maybe they just want to network, where can they find you? Absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook. Um, I've got a public figure page. It's called Tracy Cousineau Connect. 
And so connect with me there through direct messaging or just from the page. Or look, you can always text me or call me at my number 770-378-3161. Awesome. Well, anything else that you want to leave before I uh, hit the stop record button for everybody here? No, I just want to tell everybody again, just stay safe. We'll all get through this together. This too shall pass and we're all in this together. Right on. And remember, everybody, you were made to thrive, not just survive. And we'll see you on the next episode. This is the Inbound Secret. My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for the Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well-being and performance. Once again, this is the Inbound Secret, and, and let's get rocking and rolling. This is the Inbound. This is the Inbound.